Good morning, dear friends. It's Grania Tyndall from Numbers for Success with another podcast for you about numbers for success and about life and whatever information and wisdom I can impart. And today's date is the 22nd of June 2020. And once again, it's a great honor for me to be here to speak about the things that I'm passionate about to hopefully help you and inspire your soul to live its true journey. And just to get the formalities out of the way, if you need to contact me for individual sessions or readings, please do so at www.numbersforsuccess.com. And also I'm so grateful for all you kind Patreons who are supporting my work. And you can check that out at patreon.com forward slash numbers for success. So that's all that stuff out of the way. So let's begin. So for today's podcast, I felt in many ways that this is almost a new beginning for us collectively as a world. For us here in Ireland, we are in the final phase of opening up our country again. And our government leaders have told us on June 29th, more or less, everything will be opened as it was before. Well, to a certain extent, I guess. And I felt in some way, even though we're after experiencing the longest day of the year yesterday, and I hope you made sure to celebrate the solstice, as I described last week uh, to you on Grainstad, and making sure that you really opened yourself up to the idea of a new beginning because really solstice is very much about the balance equanimity between the light and the dark and what's most important about yesterday was we had that massive massive eclipse which could be seen in asia at seven quarter to seven a you know in the morning um irish time but it was present in Asia and I would imagine it was a magnificent spectacle. But also it's so much the ripple effect and after shock, shall we say, from the eclipse, which is in itself, as I said in my positive life talk the other day, an eclipse is merely the ego being, light being a little bit more dimmed and the true essence of our soul coming out. That's really what it's about. So whilst I know eclipses can sometimes get a rough deal, but they really are about bringing out our true essence, the true us. And likewise, that will be in family, friends, work colleagues and so forth. And again, the biggest thing I have learned personally in the last few weeks, and I wanted to share this and I feel it's relevant because everything I speak, I go with the flow because I feel I'm being guided by spirit to say what I need to say for whoever chooses to listen to this. And you know, for me, the greatest lesson I have learned personally in the last number of days is about expectation and actually having no expectation. So what does that mean? So basically it means whilst we have been cocooning more or less since the 12th of March, it's been a time obviously of massive personal soul growth for individuals and for the world as, as, a, as a species and as an experience. And each of us have handled this in a different way. And, you know, it's obviously brought out many things to be addressed, the imbalance of things that are occurring currently in society. But as I say, 
expectation is, is a tricky one because I believe that we are now in our new year. And if you can think of your life as being four corners, so the four corners of life would be love, death, power, and time. This is just another way of looking at things. Again, this is just a system that I work with. So each can be seen in the light of a new beginning and of a soul making. And if you can bring daily attention to each of those things, love, death, power, and time, you will find that your heart will find meaning and you'll have the courage to follow through where they lead. So, for example, love speaks to us for wanting union, to be with people, to, to, to be of service. Death can raise questions about where we're going, who we are, letting go, the role people play in our lives. Power maybe brings up vulnerability and time forces us to see our lives in terms of a of a movie, of a play, of a story. And each year, these four issues occur on a daily basis. So I just feel very strongly to say that I believe that although we're halfway through the year, really we're only beginning again because we were consolidated in our own experiences for the past three, three months. So maybe it might be an idea if you were able to look at you, these four experiences, love, death, power and time as universal forces. And as, as this time begins again, coming into a new beginning per se, they're going to challenge you to maybe redream, reimagine what is most important in your life and to bring attention and attention to what it is you wish to change. So I feel this is quite important for us today. And, you know, maybe love and romance and relationships and vulnerability and all of those things have been questioned because a lot of us have been either on our own or locked in with other people, people you wouldn't spend all that time with. So I feel it's important that to be conscious and aware of how far you've come if you were able to interview yourself from, we say, the beginning of the calendar year in January, you'd probably be very surprised. So, you know, it's a time to look at relationships. It's a time to look at how you spend your time. And it's, it's such a, a time of monumental, monumental change. And, you know, one of the great Hopi leaders, he talks about visioning as such an important way to stop, consider, change and correct. So first we stop or pause um, so we can truly see what is being revealed. And this is what's been happening for all of us. And maybe what's been brought to our attention through thoughtful consideration. And then after you've stopped and considered what you've seen, we can change or take action. And as we change and take action, and the circumstances change, it's just important to correct what does not support the vision and its manifestation. And that's really what's going to happen as we go into a new experience again. So I would invite you all to be 
to be very gentle on yourself as well um, because you know it's like we have to literally dip our toe back in and reinvent ourselves because I think life will never be the same after this so definitely you know see what it is you wish to bring into your life now which way do you want to look at things differently based on those those topics um, and I feel I remember reading once um, Carl Jung um, who was obviously a wonderful psychologist and scholar and he very much talked about the archetypical collective imagery and he wrote that there is in the psyche a process that seeks its own goal no matter what the external forces can be and apparently this means this is the soul's persistent way of manifesting what is true for us in the four areas of life which we've just spoken about love death power and time and it often does so in surprising ways so what that is also about is is expecting the unexpected or having no expectation of the expected so so for example if we're not paying close attention to how we are living the psyche will step in with probably unexpected events and that's what's happened worldwide in the last six months i remember waking up bolt upright in February and with this dreadful ominous feeling of something dreadful was going to happen and that's what happens I get these information from spirit and it's very clear very clear and very real and I asked what was going to happen and they said something's going to happen in the world that will be phenomenal if people can really see what it's all about and that was the message I got and I remember writing it down it was in the middle of February so spirit your psyche your soul sometimes will present unexpected things to get us to pay attention to what our soul's contract is and that's why it's so important for us to be aware and the more we can go with the flow of life with childhood curiosity almost the more things can come and that's why it's important therefore to pay attention to repeated events that may approach or, or appear in your life or you might hear the same piece of information over and over again be it through a song or through somebody else speaking to you so i invite you therefore to begin your new year in june and this week the 22nd of june and by doing that you will be recreating the next part of this experience which is going to be it'll be curious to see what observes what, what unfolds as well and I thought it might be nice to do a couple of celebrities dates of birth because this week June 22nd is well today is actually Meryl Streep's birthday and she was born on the 22nd of June 1949 and she is a sixth life path and you might remember from my last podcast, I spoke about the numbers and their meanings. So to be a sixth life path and certainly to be born the 22nd day of the month, it adds a great sensitivity to who she is. I know she's an incredible actress and any role she plays, she is that person. She actually she morphs herself into the character she's playing. And to be a sixth life path, you might remember if you had listened intently, I hope you did, is all about love and love of, of, of community. And when you are a six life path as she is, 
I feel her role is very much around, you know, sixes are great actors because they can, they can see the good and the love in other people, and also they can see the shadow in people, so they can project that through their um, characters that they present to the world through film and through plays. And she's very much a family person, I would imagine, because you don't really hear much about her family or her private life, and sixes would need that. She would need that sort of sense of, um, you know, security in terms of having a separate identity to the celebrity that she presents. She would be very sensitive. Born the 22nd day of the month, you're, you, she would be highly in tuned in, and she would be somebody that would, you know, very much need to have um, a close network of people around her that she totally trusts in order for her to flow in the various characters that she plays. And she's currently in her fifth year, starting today. So this is a year of change for Meryl. So Meryl might decide in some way that she's going to take a new direction. She might decide to do some more, more work, maybe community-based work. Uh, I don't know where she lives. Uh, I don't know very much about her, but I know she's an incredible actress and she has, um, very much got a, a sense of um, supporting people. I think supporting women, I would imagine. I'd say she's quite an advocate for women in maybe Hollywood and women in, in workplace. And of course, the beautiful Ariana Grande, who my daughter Alva adores, is born on the 26th of June, later on during the week. And Ariana, I feel, is an amazing young woman. She was born in 1993 and she, adds to a number nine life path. So whereas Meryl is a six, Ariana is a nine. Now to be a nine life path is exactly what Ariana does. She's a performer. She's somebody who is here to present uh, and to entertain us. And my goodness, she's wonderful at that. I suppose for me, I'm obviously a little bit older. I um, associate Ariana with the experience that happened three years ago in Manchester um, at one of her concerts. And, you know, for someone like Ariana, that would have been absolutely devastating. Not to say it wouldn't be for all of us as parents and as onlookers, you know, or for the children, but it was more for her as a performer. She is a very, very deep, wistful is the word I'm getting, thinker. And Ariana is a 100% humanitarian. I would imagine, I don't know much about her, but except her music, I would imagine she is somebody that will do a lot of great good for, again, a bit like um, the beautiful Paul Mescal for mental health and mental well-being. Um, I would imagine she's an advocate for getting supports around that. And um, the number nine is always associated with actors, entertainers, musicians, because um, the nine is about music and it is about the ability to create and inspire through music. Whereas Meryl is the six, which is through acting, as it happens. Um, she, she is definitely the number nine, which is all about that ability to entertain. Um, also writing would be a big thing for Ariana. And as she goes through life, um, she's still very young, but she can, I assume she writes most of her own music, I would imagine so. Um, she's going to write big movie scores. She's going to write, uh, I can see her in orchestras, as in performing, changing her style of music. She's going, she is massively successful and always will be. But the biggest thing for Ariana is she has a message 
in her music. It's not just a simple, you know, songs. She has deep meaning. She thinks and feels on a very, very deep level. And she's actually going into her ninth year on her birthday, starting at the end of this week. So that means she's in her power year. So I think Ariana will be doing some incredible, incredible, again, humanitarian work um, this year. If she hasn't already, I'm sure she has, um, especially with everything that's going on worldwide. I feel she'll be a, a spokesperson for, for the young gener younger generation. And she is in a year of endings and she'll start a brand new whole cycle in her life from next year. But at the moment, she's really here to bring awareness, to bring support, to bring to bring her, her love of what she's been through personally, I would imagine but also through the love of her, her music. So very, very exciting times altogether. And I just um, felt it was just important to, to, share, to share those, um, that information for, for those who are interested, because I feel numerology, and at the moment, numerology-wise, we are in, we're still in our sixth month and we still are resonating with the energy of a number one month. So really, we have another number of days left of this current month. And it's about really, again, being good to ourselves, looking at those four quadrants we spoke about earlier, um, and really embracing those and taking them into your daily lives because we are on the most incredible I can't even try to find the words. We're, we're on the cusp of something magnificent, something benevolent, something huge. And it's going to start, it's starting this month. And I know a lot has happened worldwide. I'm very aware of it. And we must be the ones to make the changes. We must be the ones to bring, to bring the, our individual contribution to the world to the experience of life and for the new babies being born and for the people who are leaving the planet also. That's what's very, very important at this time. And being based here in Ireland, I am a, I'm a very big fan of, as you may know at this point, the Celtic world, Celtic mythology. And we, have, we had a wonderful writer called John O'Donoghue who wrote Anamkara, which means soulmate in Irish. And he, was a philosopher, a modern day philosopher. And unfortunately he died quite young. He died a number of years ago, but he died very young in the height of his work and his prime. But he left us with some beautiful books and some beautiful pieces of poetry, uh, which he sourced from people in Connemara on the west coast of Ireland. And he, he was able to help people to to see things from the mystical point of view as opposed to from such a practical earthed way and I guess sometimes we need that magic don't we and I just wanted to read a little bit um, a little poem that in fact he quotes from um, a, a poet called Juban uh, who was a Persian a Persian poet and um, in fact, I think it might be Rumi. Actually, it's Rumi he's from. So, who was a Persian poet in the 13th century. So, some nights stay up till dawn, as the moon sometimes does for the sun. Be a full bucket, pulled up the dark way of a well, then lifted out into light. Something opens our wings. Something makes boredom and hurt disappear. 
and someone fills the cup in front of us and we taste our sacredness. So that's really about, you know, again, the soul, the Anamkara. You know, it's about the power and the love and the time. And it's about you coming into your own, you recognizing there's a time and a place for everything. And as usual, I always pick just a little message for the coming week, the 22nd of June until next week. And the message this week is about fresh air. And we're being asked to replenish in oxygenated air generated by the grasses, the trees, the plants and the flowers. And to spend time alone or spend time with those you love in Mother Earth's cradle or Gaia. Opening your heart and soul and mind and body to the beauty of the earth that we are currently in. And I hope you enjoyed this this podcast. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. And please feel free to contact me at Numbers for Success, the number four in the middle, numbersforsuccess.com. Until we meet again, many blessings.